Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Anime Chateau Podcast. Uh, my name is TJ, aka Screams, and my goal is to spread the love of anime across the globe. Before we get started, I also run a Facebook page, Anime Chateau, where people can share their love for anime. Uh, it's a great place to get your occasional updates or just have conversations about any of your favorite fandoms, even if it's video games, anime, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whatever your pick is. Um, we are about to hit another milestone. We're not quite there yet. We're just a couple plays shy of 200 plays, uh, which is a pretty good step up. We hit 100 plays in four episodes, and in just three more episodes, we've almost hit another 100. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of that accomplishment. Uh, hopefully by the next one, we can hit 250. I've been pushing for that pretty hard, but uh, just not quite getting it. Uh, joining me today uh, are some good friends of mine. Uh, the first one is Adam from Weeb World Gaming. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? And the other one is another good friend of mine, Brandon. Hey, hey. Uh, and we were supposed to have a third guest. Um, me and another podcast co our host were going to do some collaborations, but he emailed me last minute and said he had some kind of family emergency pop up. So hopefully uh, we've got enough between the three of us that we're not going to lack too much in content uh and of course you all know this is our first episode without sam who has went and joined the air force uh so hopefully i don't do too bad winging this on my own <clears throat> big shout uh, out to uh for uh, supporting our country well done yeah yeah uh adam you want to take a minute uh now to talk about we world gaming and kind of what you guys like to do and what you represent Absolutely. Uh, so for starters, I'd like to say uh, I'm very grateful to uh, be a part of this, uh, this uh, podcast. Uh, you know, we, me and TJ had talked about it quite a few times in the past, and uh, I'm very glad that we actually got to sit down and we're getting to do this for you all today. I'm a avid lover of anime. Um, I, I started uh, Weeb World, which is a Facebook gaming page, back in January, and my objective with the page is basically everything weeb. Uh, anime, pop culture, and gaming is kind of the central theme, and I, uh, I, I stream like every Tuesday and Thursday, and in the streams, I try to like ask questions to the followers who are watching the gameplay, certain questions about the uh, animes that they like, their preferences, stuff of that nature. Uh, I, uh, I I love anime as much as these guys. Maybe not as much. Uh, they might have me a little beat. They, they, they've watched quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get to their level, I should say. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, Weeb World uh, Facebook page. If that sounds like something that you would be interested in, please check it out. Um, all right, you can take it from there. Okay. <clears throat> uh, at this point, I had planned to have my guest uh, fill you in about his podcast. So, since he's not here, we're going to go ahead and skip right into anime news. Uh, this week, I have quite a few shows that were announced coming out. Um, Brandon, we talked about My Hero Academia Season 5, and you said you thought they were coming out in October. Um, and I did a little research, because I actually did not know about that one. And they actually, it was announced back in February that there was going to be another season, obviously. It's like one of the best shows out there. Uh, but they have not given us a date yet. It was rumored to come out at the end of 2020, but of course coronavirus hit, so the estimated release date is looking at sometime in 2021, unfortunately. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They well, they, the way they do it is they were doing for a while. They were doing like a, you know, every other season, 
and my hero was blown up so much that they were actually putting my hero ahead of other projects so they yeah. did that six month break yes uh, to <laughs> kind of try to catch or that nine month break to try to catch up but then corona happened and now yeah. i can only imagine how backed up they are they caught up to yeah. the the manga very very fast in the most recent season yeah, yeah. And they even added extra stuff in the show, which I thought was kind of cool to kind of like, I mean, it was like filler, but it was like relevant filler, if right, that makes sense. Right. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was almost like extra backstory to some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, like when they were taking their provisional license instead of where the manga just followed Deku, this one kind of went out and explained like what Todoroki was doing and what like right. you know, some of the other heroes were doing, which I thought was cool. It wasn't mm. in the manga. That is impressive because a lot yeah. of times you'll see that happen in animes where they'll catch up and they'll try to add fluff to mm-hmm. the anime. Uh, Naruto is a perfect example. <laughs> full you of you beat me to it. Uh, yeah, I actually looked this Naruto up. Fan. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I actually looked it up because I was curious how much of Naruto was actually filler. And oh. f- this is a fact number oh, four, 40% of Naruto is filler. Ooh. Yeah. 40%. Yeah. That is insane. Same high percentage for sure. Yes. It, it looks sad as like if you think about it in terms of percentage, there's 500 episodes exactly in Naruto Shippuden, yeah. and that so, may that may include regular Naruto too. I'm not really sure. On so that one, 200 but episodes of filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a so, lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Almost so half roll, the show, literally. Yeah, yeah. To roll off that subject just a little bit, Baruto yeah. is actually guilty of that too. However, Baruto yeah. took a different approach to it. So Baruto gets a little bit of slack because. Baruto is starting out how Naruto did, where it's kind of slow, and there right. is, there's, there's fluff and there's filler. But what they did in the Baruto anime is instead of it just being irrelevant filler, everything that happens in the show actually has a reference point, and they've turned fl- uh, fluff and filler in the anime into canon for the anime. So that's impressive. So while you have like these silly little episodes where. You know, it's Father Sunday, whatever. That things that happen in those episodes actually correlate later in the show, and they reference them a couple times. So, hmm. you know, That's the good because in Naruto they'll just have an episode, and you won't have an idea what's going on, and then they'll yep. never talk about it again. <laughs> yep, <absolutely. laughs> so like, okay, yeah, thank you for that. That's, that was wonderful. So it's impressive that my hero was able to not only make hmm. fluff but make it exciting enough for yeah. it to feel like it was natural. Right. Yeah. Show, yeah, it was know. awesome. Uh, and of course, Todoroki's one of my favorite characters, so getting to see what he was doing behind the scenes was really cool to me as well. Yeah. As well as even some of the other characters that I don't care as much about. <clears throat> um, so, Demon Slayer uh, Season 2 finally has a release date. It will be premiering November 5th, 2020. So, it's right that around is, the corner. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited about that. That is a um, phenomenal anime. Now, season two is just the movie, correct? That's what I thought. No, the movie is going to be the gateway into season two, from my oh, so understanding. Gonna be episodes. Okay, from my yeah. from my understanding, kind of like uh, Battle of the Gods or Dragon Ball Super. Right. Like, yeah. yeah th- that's what I understand. I mean, I may be incorrect on this. I haven't fact checked it, but that's the way I understand it. Okay. Uh, uh, so I didn't I fact check. Not... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying, I, I hope that. When you're, you know, you you said Dragon Ball Battle of the Gods, and I hope that there's not as large of a delay between the movie yeah. and the anime actually drops because there was a relatively long period of time. Mm-hmm. I think Battle yeah. of the Gods was maybe like a year, maybe a year and a half before the anime actually started dropping. Yeah, and yeah. then then when it started, they also just like 
added that, fluff in yeah, between it was like a recap of, of the movie. Of yeah. 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 Uh, exactly. Not that that was I bad. I mean, that. it was still, you know, worth it watching, worked. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It did work out really well, but I really hope that they don't take that route with uh, mm -hmm. Demon Slayer. But that, so, that's just me being, uh, you know, in love with the show. I just want more information. <laughs> yeah. Same. That's so right now that show is probably, it's not in my top five, but as far as the new shows that have come out in the past year, it's the best I think that's come out so oh, yeah. far in terms yeah. of, in terms of animation, CGI, yeah. the storytelling, oh, yeah. the pacing is really, really good. Yes. They don't beat around the bush or anything. Things happen now, you know, they yeah. happen. Right and in front of your and they even, they even take like a little bit of time to like show Tanjiro like training and everything, but right, it wasn't yeah. like boring. It was like an episode or two and then it was all good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I really it did make it into my top five. I, I really, really liked it. Marks. Yeah, uh, they are my favorite. That's one of like One Piece, my favorite anime. That's one of my dislikes of the anime is there's no trading arcs. Like, there's right. very little like explanation of how they got stronger. I love seeing people working their butt off and slowly progressing. Yeah, I uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, just before we move on from the Demon Slayer thing, to my understanding, um, somebody I used to work with, Adam, you know him. His name is Jacob. He used to work at SBC on Third Shift with me. He is also avid in anime. Now, he's not a huge shonen anime fan because they all basically have the same formula. Yeah. Um, he likes <laughs> yeah. things that he likes yep. Chainsaw Man and stuff like that, which Chainsaw Man, maybe we need to talk about that in the future because it's actually interesting and I hope it gets animation. But he said. So the train arc is what the movie is going to be covering. Yes. But it's short in the man in the manga. A train mm -hmm. arc is not very long. So what he, to his understanding, the way they're doing it is the movie is going to cover the whole train arc and get rid of the fluff. Um, probably a, a 135, 140 minute movie, you know, just over two hours. And yeah. then season two is supposed to be the next arc. Hmm. Uh, now I've not read the manga because I don't oh. want spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but the way he says it, that arc is short, and it's possible to be summed up in a movie without taking away too much from the manga itself and mm -hmm. like the artwork and the creativity that the writers put into it. So I don't know if season two is going to be how they did with the Battle of the Gods, where they start before the movie and then the movie is in the middle of the arc, or train arc is going to be covered completely and then season two is actually the third arc in like a continuation. Slayer. Yeah, that would be interesting. Right. I've never Which seen I would be taking with. that approach. That's yeah, interesting. I, I would be fine with that because mm. Ufotable has always done really, really well. All the Fate series and everything, you know, the the writing's always good. Um, the pacing is good. the The way that they spread out the episodes, it just always works. I've never been disappointed by a Ufotable product, and they always, you know, they take on stuff that they know, you know, is written well. They're not gonna take. They're not gonna anything. Yeah. They're not going to adopt and animate something that they think is going to fail. So, you yeah. know, if they're if they're willing to turn an arc into a movie. Yeah. Also, while I was on the topic of Seven De or not Seven De Demon Slayer, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the author for Demon Slayer has actually said that she's going to or they're going to retire here soon, already. Really? Really? Yeah. But it's crazy, dude. Wow. First year out, first year out, they outsold, they tremendously outsold One Piece for the first time in 20-something years. And she's, or I, I believe it's a female, I may be wrong, but that person's ready to, like, hang up her coat. She's done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. well, hopefully she finishes the story. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's I'm, I'm about. upset about it, too, because it, it is a phenomenal show. Uh, I have oh, all yeah. the mangas in my wish list on Amazon. I plan to get to them eventually. Oh, 
you know what? Uh, that actually makes sense because it's been a while. It's been eight months or so since I worked with Jacob, and he said that the manga was in its final chapter. Yeah. So yeah, she's, if she's... She... She's if done. she's ready to retire, she's then I think it's done. I think that as uh, the show is done, as yeah. Far as the I mean, goes. dude, if you're gonna if you're gonna write a manga, dude, write one solid one that stomps everything else, and get out the game yeah. real quick. Just making right. that yeah. money. Uh, I don't exactly, know. Yeah. I don't know what the sales are up to now, but at the point that I had looked into him, One Piece had sold like 47 million copies in 2020, and Demon Slayer had sold like 240 something million copies it wow. was like a tremendous gap yeah wow so so far the series has sold over 60 million copies of what one piece or demon slayer demon slayer mm. well it's popping up on comicbook.com let's see well now now it's saying right, no we do, whatever we'll continue um, still, like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, much. I yeah. Mean, if you want to I mean, retire, new. that's the kind of money to do it on, yeah. right? It's <laughs> relatively new and it's already probably in you know a top 10 list of best anime ever, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, uh, Seven Deadly Red Sins, we, we all know that Seven Deadly Sins was added to Netflix uh, about a week or two ago. Mm. Um, and I found out an interesting little bit of tidbit because I kept seeing things here and there about it. Uh, so they announced that the next season of Seven Deadly Sins was going to be the final season, which really? sucks, but at the same time is, you know, okay. Uh, but the thing I, that was confusing me was it kept saying season four is the next season. But yes. anybody that watches on Netflix knows that, yeah. you know, Netflix has four seasons on there. Uh, so I kind of started reading into that a little bit to figure out the confusion there. And yeah. season two on Netflix is just a four episode OVA. And it was actually an American release thing. It's not actually out in Japan. Oh, okay. And yeah, so right. America technically has four seasons. Yes. But, you know, season two is just a short four episodes. Yes. Yeah. So they weren't happy with the way... There was a lot of open-endedness in season mm -hmm. one. Season one was amazing, but it was also rushed. And uh, the West felt like there wasn't enough information. So they got together with the producers to draw up a little bit of information and, and tell a four episode background story kind of arc. And that's why season two oh. exists in America. So yeah, season three is season four here. Yeah. Gotcha. And I did start watching that, but I only made it through one episode and then other things got in the way. So I'll I probably think be that watching that. Okay. It's interesting. It's interesting. I liked a little bit with King and, and, uh, Diana. Oh, Diana, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. it's cute. And I'm not really one for romance, but I think that uh, Seven Deadly Sins definitely fits the narrative. They, you know, they're, they, they deliver romance job. well. They do a good job, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I just started it today, and I uh, I enjoyed the first episode. Yeah. Of the uh, new season? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Okay. So a new season of Dr. Stone was announced. Uh, no, oh, yes. no date yet, but... I'm pretty sure everybody knew it was going to get a new se oh, second season because oh, it, yeah, it was a fantastic Phenomenal. show. Uh, this is a sh the next one I have is a show that I haven't watched, but I've heard people talk about them. Uh, Eden Zero got a new season announced. Promise Neverland got a season two announced with a release date of January 2021, and I know very happy. I know Brandon watches that. Yep. Uh, reincarnated as a slime, which we also watch. Uh, Looks pretty good. Yeah. Season two, January two thousand twenty-one. Yes. Gentama movie number three, 
That's be, my big hype. Yeah, to be an, it will be coming out next year. Uh, Rise of Shield Hero season two, which Adam got me to watch. Uh, yes, got, it got good. another uh, announcement date. Uh, and I don't know if you guys knew about the cyberpunk. You know the cyberpunk game that's coming out, obviously. Yes. Yeah. It, it they're making an anime adaptation. I believe it's going to be on Netflix. And oh. it got a official title and release date or release year, I guess, as well. It's going to be called Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and it's going to come out in 2022. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And of course, I have the game pre-ordered. Uh, depending on how much I like the game, I may check out the anime when it comes out. Who knows? Uh, but I still think it's something. I mean, I'm super excited for the game, so yeah. I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so. And of course, there's many other shows. I just tried to pick the ones that I was familiar with. Um, but in the urge to push this uh, time frame up a little bit, we're going to kind of go ahead and move on. Uh, Adam, uh, do you want to kind of talk about yourself a little bit and kind of what type of anime you like to watch? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm always interested in talking about myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ask all my friends. Uh, so... <laughs> So, yeah, my name is Adam. Uh, if you watch Weeb World, you'll see me as Naruto. A lot of people just refer to me as that. Um, so that would probably give you a pretty good clue as the type of animes that I like. I am a, uh, I'm definitely a lover of all shonen. Uh, that's where I started. I started with Dragon Ball. That was my first anime I ever watched, Saturday morning cartoons. And it's kind of just held my heart since then. Obviously, uh, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball, Hunter x Hunter, Fairy Tale, Black Clover. <laughs> Uh, anime of that nature. Uh, I love the idea of um, characters growing throughout the series, not only just in their strength, but in their mentalities or maturities, um, the gaining respect through hard work, stuff of that nature. I'm a, a, I'm a huge uh, lover of animes of that kind of lineage. Uh, I, I did well recently into a, a few other types uh like i i watched mecha animes for the first time recently uh i get a little crap about it but i enjoyed darling in the franks uh is a little little unique but uh i actually wound up enjoying it quite a bit so i'm trying to expand from what i usually watch and and dabble in other areas of anime because i mean there's endless uh, uh, i'm gonna interrupt you real quick did you never watch like gundam wing or anything as a kid i did no. You did not. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. I I loved Gundam as a as a kid, but as an adult, like mechas do not interest me in the slightest. I, I agree a little bit. I love yeah. Gundam Seed, Gundam G, but when I try to watch the new Gundams, I'm just you know half an episode in, I'm just underwhelmed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I mean I uh, I don't know if it counts. It's not really an anime, but I really love Transformers growing up. Yeah. Uh, I get not that. really anime, but I guess that style of, uh, I guess, a animation, uh, robots, it being all robotic. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I just kind of started it. Uh, there is like, a, I guess, in there like a lot of Gundam animes? There's yes. a lot. Yes. There's a it's, lot it's of It's a very long going yes. anime. Yeah, okay. with... Maybe that'll be something I'll start up soon. Yeah. Um, there is a anime, and I don't remember the name, but they basically say that a lot of the uh, the show Darling in the Bronx is kind of taken from this other anime, like a lot of the the um, the storyline, I guess you could say. So I might need to look into that and try some other stuff. 
Uh, I also, unfortunately, like I never watched Digimon. Uh, I know, shame on me. Uh, but that's something I'm thinking about getting into re- uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, as long as you can uh, dumb your mindset. I mean, it is genuinely aimed at children, to, like in the correct. earlier seasons. So as long as you can tone your expectations down a little bit, it's a solid show. Right. And, and like, oh, okay. <laughs> well played sir well played um uh, very recently in the past probably maybe month and a half me and my wife actually rewatched all of uh avatar the last airbender yeah uh and you know obviously that was aimed towards children but it was just as good being an adult Um, absolutely so uh, that's one that I really wish that they would pick back up on. And yeah, um, well, I mean, I mean, there's Cora, but come on, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did watch. What is there? Three seasons of Cora now? Is it three? I that's, thought it was only not, two. Uh, I don't know. Either way, I watched the first two where she learned how to. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. I watched the first two seasons of it. It wasn't like awful, but it wasn't like it definitely was not a was an ang. No, and I didn't <laughs> care for it. I watched a couple episodes, but it just didn't it didn't have the same atmosphere. Yeah, Even though yeah. it was aimed at children, there was major conflict in yeah. the show. There was obviously some darkness lurking in the background that, you know, was really meant for the eyes of people that were more mature. And you don't really get that feeling with yeah. with Cora. I mean, Aang's grown up a, a lot. You know, he's old. And yeah. We, we they basically conquered everything in yeah. the end. So going into that, knowing that there's basically peace, it, she didn't have the big war that like everything on her shoulder like Aang did. Right. She yeah. wasn't so yeah. much of the underdog as Aang was, and mm-hmm. she was set up so much better. And I think, I think that it's a weird tie, but I feel like it gets the same rep as Baruto, where. That's you exactly know. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah it's I almost the same thing. Baruto is set up a lot better than Naruto was, and you just don't get the same feeling of accomplishment from watching the show because yeah. they do a lot of growing, but it's just it's not it's not they as don't meaningful. The amount of strife that the previous season did or the right. previous character did, yeah, right. their life was much stronger. Therefore, they had to be stronger. Whereas, and they started lower, so. You know, yeah. Naruto, for example, he's, you know, the fool of the village and he's not, he's not skilled in, uh, in any kind of anything. jutsu. Where, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. in anything. Well, I mean, he's really good at sexy jutsu. Sexy jutsu, uh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was the best at that one, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> the, the same concept. Uh, you just, he had way too much on his shoulders and he really shouldn't have been able to rise above it, but they found a way. Whereas Baruto, yeah. he's kind of a, he's kind of brilliant starting out. Yeah, um, well, he's the really Hokage good. son. And he knows it. <laughs> he yes. has his, he has his drawbacks, though. I mean, and it's yeah. very obvious. It's just he's not, you know, he he was basically born talented, whereas Naruto yeah. was well, not. not. Yeah. Naruto had the talent; he just didn't realize it because he had zero guidance mm-hmm. growing up. That's a good point. Yep, that's fair. Um, so, whereas Baruto, Naruto was there to teach him well, well what he could and what he couldn't, you know. That they were just a lot closer. Yeah. Is him yeah, and his friends. And I mean, when he did officially get a mentor, Baruto's mentor was somebody who was very talented growing up himself, being Sasuke. So, right. Kind of hmm. had a slight spoiler. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. But of course, I don't 
I'm not an active Naruto watcher. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think we can get back to yeah. the introduction. Uh, would you say that you prefer subbed or dubbed? I <laughs> so I didn't start watching subbed until I started watching Naruto. And it wasn't yeah. until I think episode maybe two thirty into Shippuden that they stopped uh, dubbing it. So about mm, I would say f- three years ago, maybe maybe four, uh, I was avid about dubbing. Like, why would I watch sub? Why do I want to read? Then I had to switch because who's going to watch two hundred and thirty out of five hundred episodes, right? Like, you know, finish that. So yeah. I'm. I went ahead and I struggled through it. And after about 30 episodes, it was just fluid. It just felt so much better. And I found that the, the acting in subbed just feels so much better than it does in dubbed. And and it's, it's hard for me to explain, but I don't watch dubbed anymore. I, I actually refuse to, um, there's only like one example in which I prefer dubbed, and that's Goku's voice in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. They sound so goofy subbed, uh, <laughs> so high pitched for no reason. Yeah. Uh, but that's that. Oh well, if you count Avatar, I did watch that dubbed. Yeah. So that that's another exception, but that's more for nostalgic reasons than yeah, a uh, you know a, a dislike of dubbed. So I'm yeah. I'm all I'm all for subbed. Subbed everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandon, you want to kind of talk about what kind of shows you like to watch? And yeah, of course. So, so to start off, you know, I'm sure you know my name's Brandon. I uh, I've been friends with these guys for a long time, and I was kind of wait, the... wait, 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 wait. You think we're friends? Yeah, I, was <laughs> I, I was like, wait, 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 man. These are acquaintances of mine. And yeah, uh, we've been acquainted for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I would say that I kind of started the whole anime grab. I, uh, just a little bit about myself. I'm not gonna get too into it. Uh, I suffered for made for major allergies for a long time. I was on all kinds of medicine, so I, I just always enclosed myself inside because just walking outside was hard for me. Allergic to all the grass and all the plants and all the trees and all the pollen. I became attached to games and shows well when i moved to kentucky in 2005 before i met these guys i started watching one piece and i was a early up in the morning saturday cartoon guy um you know four kids had some dubbed down anime shows like sonic x and other things like that and then i got into toonami which is really like the gateway to anime for anybody that lives in the west and at a young age, I was watching anime before anybody else was. And then I know that Adam kind of liked it. Um, but the more we talked about it, the more we started to kind of diverge from like Dragon Ball and whatever. And I I showed him, you know, One Piece. I showed him a couple other things. Um, I would I would like to not to sound... I I don't know how to word this, not to sound arrogant or anything, but I would say that I kind of helped push a majority of the people that are close to me to watch anime heavily. And I agree with that. Yeah. Me, and you know, I'm one of the examples. I think you and Cody helped me quite a bit get into it. Uh, as somebody who loved Dragon Ball so much, when you right. try to like, 
Go. Uh, my next anime after Dragon Ball was Naruto, and yeah. Cody tried to talk me into that, and I was like, "Why would I go from somebody who can blow up universes into a dude who thinks he's a ninja? That, right. Why would I switch that anime? Like that's, right. that's that seems like a downgrade." But uh, after being pushed and pushed and pushed, I'm glad I did it. And the same thing with One Piece. You pushed me into watching One Piece, and that is now my favorite anime. Right. Um, so yeah, I would but, agree with that statement. As far as like, I, I prefer action, adventure, sci-fi-ish, um, because these type of things, they don't happen in real life, you know? So anime, for me, it provides escapism. Um, it's, it's a stress reliever. It's something that you can get lost in and not worry about, you know, everyday troubles that we have. You know, work stresses us out. Our significant other might stress us out. Something might stress us out. And anime is a really good way to forget about that for a moment you can't let yourself get lost and you can't let it affect the things that you do there has to be a balance and there are people that allow it to change the way they think um but the way it explores the unknowns and things that aren't possible in real life that's what interests me and that's what grabs me the imagination I love to, of it all right yeah. exactly i loved i love to see how the writer's imagination takes hold of a project and turns it into something original, unseen, and just spectacular. The visuals, the story writing, just everything. Um, I've always enjoyed watching, you know, like non-animated fights. I like uh, MMA. I like, I didn't really like WWE as a kid because I understood at a young age that it was fake. And it just never really grabbed at me when a lot of people around me loved it. I just didn't care. But boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, things like that, so to see that kind of stuff in anime, but taken to the, you know, the highest level possible, I just loved it. Um, I mean, so if you allow you, you don't want to get Batista bond. That's what you're saying. That's basically what I'm saying. Well, you know, you ain't I trying mean, to get people's elbow. No, no. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I would love to do it. I would love to do it, but unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not in shape, so. Uh, <laughs> hey, rounds but... of shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's good for rolling down hills. That's about it. But uh, I think I think that if you allow yourself to become immersed in what's going on, it becomes very enjoyable. You have to want to like it. That's that's just how it works. Yeah. Open yeah, that's mind. true. That's very really um, true. Yeah. So as far as a favorite anime, I have watched many many anime. I I. I I would say that me and TJ have probably a similarly long list. I don't know who outdoes who. Um, I would say you probably have outdone me, but but only because you just have more spare time than me. That's not it. because you like like it more than me, but I have like you know wife and kids and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not bound by those kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah those damn wives, I'll tell you. What I, you right, you right. So <laughs> I I don't I don't have a top. I. I very I had a hard time with this, but I chose three, and I'm just gonna go over them really quickly. Um, I it's impossible for me because again I am a big Shonen fan, and Shonen does follow the same formula, and there are some shows that are better than others. But it's I've probably I've spent a lifetime watching, you know, anime, and to boil it down to three was hard. But you know, here we go. So as my first one, obviously I picked One Piece. Um, I've been watching One Piece since it was almost new. Uh, I started watching it as soon as I moved here in 2005, and it was brand new in the in the states by then. Um, I thought it was really goofy, e- even as a kid. I thought it was goofy, but I still enjoyed it. However, what grabs me up One Piece? It's a it's it's an extremely long adventure with good storytelling and a 
wide range of characters and cast. Um, and it slightly draws out, you know, backstories and stuff on these characters, but that allows the viewer to have more time to learn and understand the characters so that you become attached to them. And I think that's the way One Piece draws yeah. people in is you're so familiar with everybody, you just you just know what's going on. You're never lost, ever. And this yeah. is important because they will do something in episode 40, and that will play into a major event 400 episodes later. Yeah. One piece, yeah. one piece is really, really good about impressive. referencing, and the way they intertwine, and you know, you have these roads on. You have a straight line, which is the story, but then you have these other roads just curving all over the place, and sometimes they don't meet up for a long time, but you don't forget. And when it happens, you're like, "Wow," you know. And and I know this is an anime, but like I said, if you allow yourself to get immersed in this stuff, and it's it's just like anything else, it's storytelling. And yeah. One Piece, I think, is one of the best at that. Yeah. Um, you feel like you're a part of the story after a while, right? You're so into it that when you know when certain things happen that you've been waiting for for episodes, years, really, if we're being honest, yeah, and it finally happened. It just takes your breath away, and you just—it's so exciting. It yeah, uh, this is the best at that. I agree. They have, they, you know, it was rough in the beginning because the show was older, you know, 19, it started in the 1990s. I mean, the animation isn't yeah. great. So if yeah. you today no. were to go back to it and try to start it out, you would, you just have to push through the first couple arcs. And I yeah. promise yeah. it I gets, agree. it yeah. gets yeah. good. Once you get past Alabasta, it, it, I think it, 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 like the whole, the whole mentality of the show changes. Uh, yes. Um, you guys talk about just, it so much, and I, I've tried it, which you guys know and gave up on it quickly. Uh, but yeah. you guys talk about it so much lately that it has made me want to watch it more. And yeah. I actually started it at, right after I finished the last podcast episode. I started it, and then I got mm. into talks with this other the other guy that was supposed to be a co-host here about a collab. And he wanted me to watch Death Note so we could talk about Death Note on his podcast. Oh. And I, you know, prioritized that because I had a time frame. Right. Uh, but I think once I watch uh, Seven Deadly Sins, I think I'm going to finish Seven Deadly Sins, and then we're going to knock out the rest of Fire Force where I didn't finish yeah. it. Uh, okay. And then I'm going to I'm going to start back on One Piece again. Right. A, I think I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to schedule like a certain amount of episodes to watch a week. That way, if I get bored, you know, what I mean, it doesn't hurt me too bad. Right. Uh, and then of course, you know, if I get into it, which I probably will. I'll probably break from that path a little bit, but I think yeah, that would so be what I did is a good I way all the way through Alabasta. And then it, and it is, it's rough to get through it um, yeah. because I mean, it is really old and the story, there's so much that you don't know. And unfortunately you're not going to know for another 600 episodes. Yeah. Um, and so like, you'll have these questions that'll be like, presented to you early on and you're just waiting for an answer and then you never get one uh so it it, it wears on you a little bit I'll, I'll warn anybody who wants to watch one piece of that that will wear yeah. on you because just be patient you're gonna get answers to questions and sometimes not having the answers is actually what makes the story yeah. uh and but once you get past alabasta and if i recall i think water seven is the arc after Alabasta. Yes. yes. And that is that is where it really just the, the there's a there's a lot of darkness in One yeah. Piece, a lot of adult darkness in One Piece and that's where you start seeing it. 
Yeah. I looked it, it up really and it said the Alabasta arc starts at episode ninety two. Okay. It's long though. It's it's it is some long. Yeah, it's yeah. a long or so episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. to just to to wrap up the little bit here on One Piece. Yeah. Um, I was gonna try to move it along after you guys finished. Oh, you're good. Um, you know, the high def fights after the animation picks up is fantastic. Where it's at now is the best it's ever been. Um, mm-hmm. One one of the redeeming and yet almost it's almost a con to the show, too, because they they use this trope a lot. Uh, it's prone to a lot of sad moments where, yeah, you know, the characters it, you'll have a moment where the characters are sopping and sad. And it. Some people dislike that because they feel like that is one of the only ways that they can get their viewer to come in. But I promise once you once you get involved in the show, every moment like that, I mean, I'm yeah. not a cry. I'm not a crier and I've never actually cried, but there's been some moments in the show where I've teared up or gotten slightly emotional because I've cried. I have you? to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely uh, been scenes in that anime that have like cut me deep and I'm like, Did yeah. you see this is off topic, but did you see my text message I sent you earlier in the group chat, Adam? About you tearing up? Yeah, dude, in, in season uh, six of VD. VD. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when that person dies and they were like yep. doing her eulogy and stuff, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it, it, like with any show, you become so yeah. attached to these characters that when something tragic happens, such as a death or uh, somebody else's death or something, anything that happens to them, you almost feel it yourself. And you're like, why? Why would you do right. this? Right. And One Piece has definitely cut me pretty good. One- one piece is good at delivering it and i don't in my opinion i don't think they over deliver it's just enough it's just yes, enough not yeah, to break right. you but it's just enough for you to feel some kind of sympathy for the characters but yeah. one piece is great and to end on the one piece note because i still have two to go yeah Speaking of the unanswered questions, in the Alabasta arc, at the very end of the arc, there's a scene where they're basically ending the arc and they're walking away, and the camera pans from the sand and then walking away down into the ground. So they're looking for these things called pony glyphs, right? Yep. It pans, the camera pans to a pony glyph, which is, um, for lack of a better term, basically something very, it's a piece of a map and it's very important. We still, we still, 700 and some odd episodes later, have not had a reference back to that yet. We've seen many other pony glyphs, and we've seen more important pony glyphs. But One Piece is really good about, One Piece is very good about not forgetting. So I've been waiting for a very long time, and this is something you have to get used to with this show, because that's an unanswered question. And so far, they've always answered the questions, but if that's something that bothers you, well, you just have to get it over it because it's still worth it. The show's great. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, right, that's what's my your take second on favorite one anime. So yeah. I, it, was a tough, it was a tough call on this one because obviously I can't just have a top three, but it's, it's actually a tie between Gintama. And Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So okay. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Full Metal as the second, and I'm gonna try to make this one a little bit quicker because uh, there's a lot of spoilers in it, and there's somebody yeah. that needs to watch it with us right now. 
Yeah, and, that's uh, me. I've actually been requested by one of my followers on Weeb World. He will give me a uh, three thousand. Uh, no, you you had watched the regular. You hadn't uh, watched. I watched the yet. original Full Metal okay. with my wife, but probably maybe a year and a half ago, two years. Yeah, I'll be honest. I wasn't a big fan. Um, I thought it was kind of rushed, and I got very lost with what everybody was. Um, so, but I was told that the Brotherhood is a much cleaner version it's a it's a lot better and it ends differently very differently Uh, (laughs) so i i have been it's been a request from one of my followers that if i watch it he will reward me with a three thousand star like present so i gotta i gotta get through that so (laughs) yeah don't spoil too much no i won't i won't i won't be mentioning a whole lot about the actual show itself so with full metal i love the pacing it has vibrant characters. They all have their own personalities. There is no mixture. Um, and one of the things that grabbed me is it has top-notch animation for when it was published. I yeah, mean, for an older we're, anime, yeah. We're talking like like Bleach was also renowned uh, for its animation. I mean, it's it's better than that, in my opinion. It, oh, yeah. On the screen, it's more often better than Bleach, and Bleach is very visually appealing. Um, they have a very uncanny ability to allow the reader to remember every detail pertaining to the story. It's, it's not rushed, but it's also not drawn out. Um, they don't spend too long with the fights. You know, the fights, some of the fights are quick and rapid, but they're also explosive. Um, they have a lot of meaning for every movement. It's not like a Dragon Ball Z fight where you have two characters just blindingly throwing punches at each other, you know. And yelling Every... at each other for five episodes. Right. They're and <laughs> and not to knock on Dragon Ball because I love Dragon yeah, Ball. Yeah. I love Dragon Ball. And Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, all of yeah. it. Yeah. I um, think I think Super definitely redeemed Dragon Ball for me specifically. I think that I, I don't know. I'm a little bit torn because Dragon Ball Z to me was a little darker, but yeah. Dragon Ball yeah, yeah. Super Super was it had a story, unlike yeah, the, Dragon the Ball. The pacing King. wise in Super was better to me, I think. Right, right. They didn't spend twenty three episodes, you know, getting to Boo's next transformation, which is basically the same thing with the cape. You know, yeah. that's or skinny or <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a reason. Yeah. But uh, but but I digress. Back to Brotherhood. You know, I just love the fights. Uh, they're good at keeping the uh, viewer focused. You know, emotional altercations and. Their quotes are some of the most used quotes stolen from anime. I mean, there's a, I'm not going to quote at the end because... Edward. Dude, I was going to say that. <laughs> that's one of them. That's one of them. Although it's a little bit darker, but... I see the, so many memes about that scene. One of the... It's one of so the... On the, very, on the very last episode, there's a there's a very solid quote. I, I have a lot of tattoos for anyone that doesn't know. I'm covered. And I thought about getting this actually tattooed on me um but i just haven't gotten around to it i'm i'm a little bit i'm a little bit lazy about getting tattoos now cuz i realize how much money i've actually spent on them <laughs> but um just full metal is it's great uh, and I, like i said i don't want to mention anything um you have to watch brotherhood do not watch the original because about 30% of the end of the show was all um What's the word I'm looking for? Improv from the anime studio. They had to make up their own stuff because the anime caught up to the manga, but they wanted to keep going because it was doing so well. But the minute that the anime studio took over is when it kind of, you know, the show shit to bed. It went downhill. Um, oh. Brotherhood Brotherhood is leagues better in the end. 
better animation, and it's just fantastic. And I think the ending is perfect. That's awesome. Okay, what's so, uh, the th- was was you gonna talk Gintama? about the third one too? Yeah, Gintama? so Gintama, Gintama is also a shonen. However, it's a little bit different. So it's a combination of witty, fourth wall breaking, really dirty, sometimes perverted humor. But that's the kind of oh. stuff that I like to see in anime. And and our, our, do, friend here, our friend here, Adam, can actually agree. <laughs> he likes this stuff too. Yeah, I so, do. I love so, it. So, you know, this is stuff from a team that wants to step away from the typical shonen formula. And they are shonen, but they don't want to be like everybody else. Now, they have proven themselves to be just like any other popular anime. While they spend most of their time cracking witty jokes and referencing all kinds of other anime and honestly causing tons of lawsuits in the process, it's super <laughs> funny. It's super funny, but they have blips of these arcs where they get very serious and dark and it gets super action packed. And it's Honestly, on tier at the time of writing, at the time of when this stuff was being produced, it's on tier with the stuff that it was basically in competition with. Um, you know, they have something something different that appeals to all walks of life, but often sticking to its core is a very different but refreshing anime. And I think that season seven's intro song is unforgettable. It's fantastic, and I think it does a perfect job of portraying the character's personalities. Uh, Anime usually follows a formula where they have the main character and then they have a straight man, you know, and the straight man's job is to point out obvious, obvious issues where somebody says something and it's just the type of humor that they follow sometimes where the straight man will tell the joke in an obvious form while being, you know, they're exacerbating, they're being ridiculously loud or whatever. And, uh, They've got all kinds of voice actors that have like accents and stuff. They just they just do a lot of different things that I've never seen in another anime. And the comedy, I just grabs me every time. It's hilarious and I love it. I think it's I have to check that out. I've never watched uh Gintama. I've never even watched like I don't think clips of it. So I'll have to look into that one as well. I've watched some of the clips that he sent in the group chat and it does definitely appeal to me. It reminds me a little bit like of Deadpool a little bit, which yes. you guys you guys know I'm a diehard Deadpool fan. Oh, Even yeah. before the movie came out, I was a fan. Yeah. Yeah. It uh mm. it's a, it's a very fun. If you like funny, if you like any kind of comedy, it covers dark humor, dirty humor, just, you know, outright funny humor and a lot of the jokes are Japanese, so you're not going to get them. But for the first 200 or so episodes, mm-hmm. there's headers that explain why this is funny. Okay, so so if you don't get it, you have a reference point. So I mean, it's <laughs> worth an index and a glossary to get the joke. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's my yeah. kind of joke. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was that... really worried about this episode lacking content, and we have been recording for <laughs> about 40 minutes, 50 minutes that's now. Good. We haven't, even haven't, haven't even gotten to the topic. The subject. Yeah, so that's actually, I'll be honest. When when we were talking about doing this podcast, and like I knew the I, I knew the uh, topic was going to be ice characters. Well, I don't really I don't know too many ice characters. Yeah. So I was very worried. I was like, dude, I'm gonna like sit here. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna look. You're stupid. just gonna be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's like, what that's what I was trying to like tell you guys because I know you guys aren't really podcast listeners, but once you're like in here talking. And you just, it, like I said, it's just the vibe of like a bunch of friends just sitting there talking about anime. 
Yeah, yeah you can go for it's, a it's while. It's really, yeah, and we like. I mean, how long did you guys? You guys talked about One Piece for like twenty minutes. Just yeah. spiraled, just spiraled, <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, that's what it's about. Like, yeah. being being passionate about it, and other people vibing off of your passion, and coming back at it with equal passion is just. I don't know. Right. It's, it's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's very exciting, and uh, well, it's very us. It yes, is us. it is, that's, and that and that was honestly like the, this. This is the type of conversations that we have on a regular basis when we hang out. And that was, and I, I genuinely love the conversations that we have, and that was kind of what sparked my interest in wanting to start this. I'm all for it, brother. Yeah. I mean, we had tried, uh, you know, uh, kind of something of this nature before on the on on Wee World, uh, and it, it it kind of fell through. I didn't have a really good grasp on the best way to do it, but I think yeah. you've done a good job with it, and uh, yeah. I'm definitely glad that. I got to be a part of this. This is yeah. a fun time for sure. Yeah, I would definitely like to be able to do this again because yeah, I absolutely. mean, we're not even done, and I think it's going really well. Yes, and absolutely. Uh, and I will say, out of all the guests, and this is of course not to shit on any of the guests that we have, I definitely appreciate your support, and I would love to have every single one of you on again. But I think out of all the guests that I've had to t- to date, you guys have probably been the most passionate talkers. Right. That I've had. Oh, oh, I could talk. Yeah. yeah, you can ask anybody. Yeah. I can talk. Me too, brother. Me too. So, just to kind of speed things up, because I don't expect anybody to sit through like a three-hour podcast, because we could talk right. about this all night. Uh, yeah. I kind of do want to get into our our rotating subject, uh, if you guys don't mind, yeah. so we can so, speed this up a little. Oh. You don't want to uh, know if I like subbed or dubbed. Okay, I get it. Yeah, do you, do you like subbed <laughs> or dubbed? <laughs> I- don't care. Next, no, I'm just kidding. Four hours later. <laughs> I like sub because no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, yeah, thirty seconds. Subbed, subbed is the way to go. Uh, mm-hmm. My issue with dubbed is oftentimes Funimation, Aniplex, or these these studios that put out dubbed for the Western Hemisphere, they give they give the people corny, cliche scripts to try to push certain narratives. Uh, just a quick example: Yu-Gi-Oh. The first season of Yu-Gi-Oh. When you lost a duel, you went to the Dark Realm. That's actually something that was implemented by the Western side. It's completely made up. They don't want to expose death to children. In the original oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, when you lost a duel, you didn't go to the Shadow Realm. You died. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That is, I didn't either. That's dark. So it is, that is dark. Definitely, that definitely I changes like the game. I like it. It's my time to duel. Yeah. I am out. I don't want to play no more. So this is, you can have this my is, cards. Yeah, this is why I have this is why I have an issue with dubbed. You know, it it's sometimes it tells the story completely differently. Subbed yep. is always the closest clean cut you're gonna get to the story that the manga has written. Um, and it's not you, to the same it, level, but Sanji in One Piece this is kind of a good example. In uh, in the original manga, he's actually a smoker, and so a lot of times you'll see him with a cigarette in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when it came to America, they made it to where every time he's got one, he's, he's got a lollipop. Yeah, he doesn't smoke. He just has a <laughs> <Wait, lollipop. what? laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, you know, admittedly, though, I do love Dub, DBZ, Bleach, Inuyasha, things that stemmed from my nostalgic, you know, that it kind of it kind of strokes the nostalgia. Uh, as a kid, I watched it dubbed because that's all there was. And I think that that has a lot to do with why I like it. But I, you know, Akira Toriyama, or I mean, not Akira Toriyama, um, 
the Goku, Goku's voice actor. I'm like, Sean Chamel. Sean Chamel, you know, Chris, they're all really good at what they do. It's just they're given yeah. crappy scripts sometimes and it makes them yeah. look it makes their it makes their talent look less powerful. They're really good at what they I do. Agree. So, yeah. you know, exactly. shout out to them for doing what they do. Um, but Japanese yeah, just like have more soul. I'm bouncing off a lot of what you're passion in their voice. Um, yeah. And with the exception of like, I would say Sean Chamel is a good example. I he, I think he's got a lot of passion when he does his scripts, but he's stuck in characters that don't go anywhere. So it's very exactly. competitive. Exactly. So, but yeah, they I just, waste good talent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just dub pushes narrative sometimes and they yeah. don't want kids and teens to be exposed to some of the, uh, I lost I lost my place here. They don't want they don't want kids to be um, enamored by the culture or philosophies of Japan. They want them to stick to like whatever the culture is here. So they block that in dub sometimes. If you want the real experience, watch up. That's no censorship. Okay. That's so just to speed things up because we're getting close to our hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our last episode we had a heated conversation about our favorite fire users. So this week, I thought I would uh, cool things down a little bit, and we would talk about some ice wow, users. Well done. Yes, th- yes, that was two dad jokes in one sentence. Did it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, before we get into this, I kind of uh, we have a a Discord chat, and that's kind of where we communicate and where we talk about the subjects for the upcoming episodes. And I usually fill out a guest questionnaire for anybody that's going to be in the podcast. And Dane Kruger was on, a, he was on a couple episodes ago. He's the one that designed uh, the podcast logo. He also, for those of you that don't know that I, I stream occasionally and which of course some of you have probably seen me stream with Wee World. Uh, he also designed the, my logo and everything for my streaming page, Scream Streams. Um, but he uh, kind of piped up and just made a little joke and I thought it'd be funny to mention it since we're talking about ice users. Uh, he wanted to throw out the candidates of Frozone from uh, The Incredibles. Man, where is his super suit? Has he and, found it? And then he also mentioned Elsa, and I thought I thought that was funny. Did she let it go yet? Or she's know. still pissed. And then, no, of course, whilst we're on the topic of uh, shout-outs, uh, again, I wanted to throw a shout-out for uh, Craig over there at Gameway Cafe. I like to try to mention him in every uh, episode. Uh, and those of you that you know, listen every week, know that this episode we're recording currently uh, is uh, delayed because we went out of town. We, Me and Adam and a couple other buddies actually went to visit Brandon last weekend. Uh, so yeah, that's where we're, we're kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of <laughs> off kilter. Uh, and I'm going to make a period joke. Uh, I like to have my cycle synchronized with Craig's. So <laughs> to get back. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, <laughs> get, that's a bloody mess. Wow, to get is... back on to uh, rotation, I'm actually going to do two episodes. You know, because I do bi-weekly, I'm going to do an episode this week, and I'm going to try to release another episode next week, uh, so me and Craig can synchronize our cycles again. Uh, that's that's. And so, also, yeah. Adam, I don't know if uh, she has talked to you yet, but uh, me and Trinina have kind of been in touch her being on the next episode. Yep. Yeah, she uh, mentioned it to yeah. me tonight. So I'm yeah. like, that's awesome, babe. I'll yeah. 
I just thought it would be. I mean, I ain't uh, give her permission. She's my wife, but she's yeah. Pants. <laughs> yeah, I so. thought it would be cool since she's an aspiring voice actor to kind of yeah. come on and talk about that a little bit because some of the listeners oh, may like, also you better be get something. ready. I was like, you yeah. better be prepared. You know, they're gonna ask you to do some voices. You better not well, screw it up. I was gonna ask her before we got in if she would like to, but I wasn't gonna force her to by any means. Oh, I always uh, force them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that she'll be more than well, happy. We're going to uh, escalate this before the jokes escalate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Ice users, uh, Brandon, I'm going to go ahead and let you go first since uh, you chose who I was initially going to choose and let you right. talk. Okay, so right off the bat, I'd say my favorite user would have to be Toshiro Hitsugaya from Bleach. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his strong sense of heroism as well as commitment to his duty that was bestowed upon him. He's a very straightforward man. Of course, the con of that is he's often he he lacks a sense of humor like the other captains, um, which you know I like that in my characters. But missing that sense of humor makes him a, just a complete powerhouse. He's very strong. I think he has more defining moments in the anime than most of the other captains, yes, uh, especially towards the end. Especially towards the end, he he really comes through for everybody. Not quite as much as the main character, but you know he's up there. Um, yeah. With that being said, I do not think he's the strongest. So I have to give the title of the strongest ice user to a female named Esdeath from Akamega Kill. So her uncanny ability to hurdle ice long range, close range, and use it basically any way possible. As overkill as her abilities are, she has one unique feature. Her ability to freeze time itself. Mm-hmm. This That's is something... This is something not seen amongst other ice users, which would logically put her ahead of the game. Although not usable for long, and in the show itself, was seen briefly to be counterable, if that's a word. I just made it up. This <laughs> full counter, her, Miliotis. Full counter, right. Yeah. She, <laughs> this puts magic. Her, <laughs> I'd like to give her my full counter. Gow! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> she, she's way ahead of the board. In, she's way ahead. She's on top of the board of ice users in versatility. I mean, her ability to freeze time, it breaks any speed barrier, any power up, any advantage you could possibly have. Freezing time is a game over for an opponent. And unless you're Jotaro, you'll have a really hard time combating such an overpowered, <laughs> Marvel-like ability. And I have to give it to Death as the strongest ice user, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, a couple other things about her that I was because that's who I was initially going to choose as well. Right. Uh, at one point during a war, she flash freezes over a hundred thousand soldiers at once and doesn't yep. even break a sweat. And then her abilities, she's so powerful that she can freeze an entire continent and not feel any fatigue. Right. Just they really insanely powerful. They really give it to well, her. That now makes her- my pick seem like a pussy. So <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Well, All right. Her only, her only real—I I didn't even mention this. I forgot until just now. Her only real downfall is she's limited because she is. Mm, I, this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but she's madly in love with somebody that's on the other side, yes. basically the enemy. Oh. So yes. this actually inhibits her ability to do what you could say is her job correctly. Now <clears throat> she she is brutal to anybody else, but this one person in particular. She is head over heels for, and it is also worth mentioning that as death is the villain of an, of Akamega Kill. She's not that a is character. correct. That is correct. Oh, she is she's ba- she's not the first antagonist, but she is the main the final, pr- antagonist. Yeah. yeah, 
That's interesting. That's yeah. a pretty cool spin to put on yeah. an anime. I'm, dude, I we like talked that. about this when we was working on your car, but I highly recommend. It's a short one too. I highly recommend you watch 20, the show. Twenty-four episodes. Twenty-four. Yeah. Well, you already uh, told and, me how it ends. You said it's got a Game of Thrones ending. I'm like, oh, here we no, go. No, that's no, not even how no, it ends. No, no, you just, no. you just gotta watch it, man. The only problem with the anime itself is it does something that a lot of animes do, but it does it over and over again, and it's kind of overkill. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that it kind of uh, is what makes the anime kind of shorter on like tier lists because yeah. it's fantastic animation. Um, I think the characters are awesome, but the, it's just this one thing they do, and you'll see it very, very quickly. Yeah, um, uh, probably okay. like five or six episodes in. I think was the is it like yeah. super like Naruto, like believe it. No, 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 like no, that. no, no, no. And I'm not, I'm not gonna. It's not it annoying. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's kind of like a why. Yeah. You know, why did you do that? Oh, okay. Okay. You didn't yeah, have right. to do that. But I if there are any viewers that are interested in watching it, I don't want to ruin it for you. And I know that, you know, Adam, you we've talked about it in the past a while back and you never really got around to watching it because you were still catching yeah. up to One Piece then. But yeah. It's it's good. It's good and the animation is good. And it's pretty it's it's got a lot of funny moments too. So yeah. I think you could uh Bro. you could get wrapped up into it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Oh. Uh, Adam, would you like to talk about your favorite ice user? So, yeah, uh, I I was pretty excited about my ice user because I thought he was really strong, but then you <laughs> explained your ice user, and now mine doesn't. He seems like he's got kid gloves on, so that's that's cool. Um, I, I'll just go ahead and pull it up on my uh, computer. Uh, I'm recording this myself, by the way, uh, but with Streamlabs. Uh, so... In the beginning, so uh, obviously One Piece, my favorite anime, the ice character that I'm going to talk about is from One Piece. There was a big uh, confusion that I had with the anime about this character. They get Sometimes in uh, One Piece, they'll give characters multiple names and then not explain why they have multiple names. So then you have to research who each person is and realize it's the same person. So <laughs> you probably can see that I typed in Aokiji. Uh, he's also known as Kuzin for no reason, really, but that's his name. Both of them are correct. Um, yeah. And it's not like a first and middle. It's literally they just gave him two names. You're like, whatever. All right. Moving on, though. He's a admiral. Uh, there are three at any given time, and he was one of them. I'm not going to spoil everything, but he's not one now. Uh, he's actually met pretty early on, and one of the... I guess center points of the show is that pirates are bad. And then you have the Marines who are supposed to be good and they're supposed to fight bad pirates. As time goes on, that kind of gets, uh, that, that belief gets bent. Pirates aren't necessarily as bad as everybody thinks they are. And the, uh, Marines are not, uh, as good. They don't operate as clean as they ought to either. And everybody kind of has their own sense of justice in the show. Um, Kuzan or Aokiji being uh, no exception to that rule. I really like this character because he was kind of given a uh, a task that he refused to do. And because he refused to do that task, it completely changed the nature of the show as a whole. Well, there's two uh, people in total that he was really supposed to kill one of them being the main character and the other being one of the main characters crewmates uh his 
obviously we're talking about ice his whole uh thing is that he ate a devil fruit that gave him the power of ice he is literally ice uh he can create it he can control it manipulate it but he can also just be ice uh and you see that a lot in the in the show as a whole there are certain types of devil fruits that people literally become um that <clears throat> element right um, and being one of them yeah it's called uh, just to bounce off in case you don't get to it it's called logiotype and it basically yep. makes you immune to everything that's not this particular type of power that i'm not going to mention right now so yeah so basically you can kind of become immune to physical attacks right uh and, and it's used quite a bit often it, in the beginning of the show it's referred to as like the strongest type of devil fruit and there's a multitude mm. of types and each type has its own like subclasses but uh his is uh he uses his very well and that's why it's an admirable actually one of the things that you see in the show is that sometimes even the goofiest of abilities uh can be used if you're intelligent mm. enough that's right. To become one of the strongest abilities. For Katakuri example, we have a guy who, yeah, Katakuri. Um, he's much later in the show, but I'll even say our main character, Luffy. He's made out of freaking rubber. He's a big yeah. rubber band, but he learns how to use it very well, and and that's kind of what pushes you ahead. However, it is stated in the show that those who have Logia type Devil Fruits tend to be a much stronger class. It's just easier to. Um, gain power very quickly um so i thought he was pretty strong because in the show one of the things that you see him do is he literally just freezes his freezes oceans like miles and miles of ocean so that he can ride a bicycle across yeah <laughs> which is kind of goofy but that's how he likes to travel around the world uh, yep. he doesn't fly he likes to ride a bike over the oceans Ocean. that's kind of yeah. uh it's yes. kind of funny uh, but he will, like, one of the uh, things that he does is as soon as he sees somebody, he basically, like, snaps his finger and he completely freezes them. And it's like super overpowered. Yeah, it's yeah. just instant. Just boom. Done. Froze. And um, he he, he kind of works under the rule of, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, stumped on the description that they use in Japanese. But basically... His justice is he kind of dictates what it is on a day-to-day -day basis. And if he dislikes what his orders are, he just doesn't do them. Yeah. And, and if he thinks that the world government's incorrect about the orders that they, you know, pass down, then he just refuses to do them. And right. I think that that's pretty awesome. Because uh, you don't typically see that, and you actually don't see that with other characters uh, in positions similar to his. Uh, but Nico Robin is a very big character in the show. Uh, he was sent to hunt her down as a child and kill her, and instead kills somebody else in a way to save her, and then just sends her on her merry way, makes right. a pass a path across uh, the ocean for her to like. Uh, paddle like a boat through so that yeah. she can go on living which he was not supposed to do and it was actually very potentially dangerous for the whole world for her to be alive right um, but he just felt morally it was so incorrect that he refused to do it correct and, and that's, really... go ahead that's why that's why i like him because he seems he's it's funny he's a straight man 
to an extent, but he follows his own rules. And mm -hmm. he won't he won't do something if he knows it's morally wrong, even if it's helping out the enemy. Even uh, like Nico Robbins, technically the enemy. And exactly, he knows yeah. even though he was ordered to kill and you're sworn to duty, you know, you have to follow orders in his heart of hearts. He knows that that's wrong. And in the current situation. Well, you know, that'll that'll be a long conversation that I don't. Yeah, don't have yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, anything that happens in One Piece can easily spiral into a very yeah. long conversation. Right. Uh, and I then mean, I you got 900 plus attack. episodes. So um, but and I think it's also important to point out one of like flaws when you're talking about your favorite character, because mm -hmm. you don't want to be just so blindly in love with a character because every character has flaws. Yeah. And I think one of his big flaws is that when he came in early, he got overhyped with his level of power, which don't get me wrong, is insane. Uh, but everybody thought that he was going to be the strongest admiral. Uh, but that was proven incorrect. Um, yep. He wound up having to fight another admiral. Unfortunately, they haven't shown it in the anime. So if you're hoping to see that, we all are hoping to see that, but they haven't given us that. Uh, but he wound up losing and he, he, I don't want to, he don't spoil took, it. Yeah. His alliance has changed and they Correct. haven't been flushed out correctly or completely yet. And I really love that they did that with a character of his nature uh, who believed in the world government, respects it, respects the people in it. Uh, but is his own person and is not just uh, a yes man, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was overhyped very, uh, very early on. And so, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pass the, uh, the torch on, so to speak. Okay. The ice torch. So my initial pick was as death, as I've stated, and uh, I went ahead and let Brandon have that since he was the guest. Uh, and, I've talked numerous times about my love for My Hero Academia, so as a quick uh, a quick uh, replacement, I just went ahead and went with Todoroki. Uh, replacement. Yeah. <laughs> so Endeavor, as everybody knows, is the number two hero, uh, and he strives to surpass All Might. It's his goal. Uh, and one of the ways, since he realizes that he will never ever be able to do that, he decides to try to create a uh, somebody to carry his mantle that will be the number one hero. So he actually, and he, of course, he has, he's a fire user. His ability, uh, his his quirk is using fire, but it has a weakness. And that's one thing I really like about my hero is the way their quirks work. Usually, there's some kind of flaw in them, yeah, and like drawback. Yeah, and Endeavors is that he overheats his body. His body can't handle the amount of heat he puts out. So he. Uh, in order to fix that in his spawn, he uh, hooks up with a woman with ice powers. Uh, and then, of course, there's a couple failed attempts. It kind of sounds like he's like <laughs> breeding something. Uh, there's a couple failed attempts, and then uh, his prodigy child ends up being Todoroki, who has the quirk. And it literally... Let me see if I can read what it's called again. It's literally called Half Cold, Half Hot, is the name of his quirk. Uh, so half of his body is ice, and the other half is fire. Which is one of the main things that I really like about him. Obviously, fire and ice are both really awesome abilities. But with his one side is overheating, he can use his ice side to cool down that side. Or when his ice side is 
getting too cold, he can use the the heat side to bring him back to normal. I think it's a really it's kind of like a yin and yang, like a balance inside of him, which I think is really cool. Uh, and then of course, you know, he's got the really dark story of Endeavor wanting him to surpass all might and pushing him so hard, he kind of starts to resent Endeavor, and then using he primarily uses ice at first. And then, of course, Deku inspires him to accept who he is and use his fireside, which is also a, a really pivotal moment in the show for him as well. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then, of course, he's got the parental issues where uh, his mom didn't like the fireside of him and poured scalding hot water on his face, so he has the big burn. Uh, and then Endeavor has his mom locked up for endangering the child. Uh, and it's it's a big, hot mess, but... It, it's part of what made the character who he is, and not in those direct senses, but I can kind of relate to him uh, in some ways in that scenario. Uh, so it's part of why I really like him. <clears throat> you guys want to talk yeah. about another character, one of you guys? Um, well, yeah. I, I just want to say one thing. I didn't want to interrupt you while you were. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to come off as douchey, but his name is pronounced Endeavor. Endeavor, Endeavor, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Endeavor. Endeavor. Um, but I agree with everything you said, minus the spoilers. Um, but I think at this point, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about it a lot, so it's probably not the first time you've mentioned some of this stuff. Um, I agree. I, I really like the the whole backstory of Todoroki. He, I think he has the best complications. I, I, yes. I think that his backstory is the most interesting and the most relatable. Yes. Um, not for me personally, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> fortunately for me, you know, I had, um, loving parents, you know, so I never had to experience this kind of thing, but I've seen it. And that's another really good thing about anime. They do a really good job about presenting you with things that you can relate to or other people can relate to. And that kind of stuff just makes it easy to love. And yeah. You know, I'm not as I'm not as vocal about my love for anime as you guys. You know, you guys have podcast pages and and streaming services and you guys do things that I don't uh which it's not because I'm ashamed of it. I just don't I'm not very public about the things You're a that quiet I do. Person, yeah. I am a more I am more of a, a a withdrawn reserved quiet yeah. person, but I do love I think the anime is really 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 good. It's it's something that everybody should try once. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. You know, I don't like roller coasters. I tried <laughs> once, didn't care for it again. You, you know, but I think, I do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I had a sore butt for two days because of that piece of crap. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's worth a shot. Anybody, anybody that, and I don't, I don't see non-anime lovers watching your podcast, but if you happen to get one and somebody's listening and you're, <laughs> on the fence about anime you you should really do give it. it a try you you just gotta do, do it. it just do it yeah shia just labeouf do just yeah. do it bro uh, and that's another thing too about anime is it's not like something that's just in a box like there's only one type of anime there's literally right. an anime for everything if you like oh, to yeah, cook everything. if you like sports if you like romance yep. if you like like whatever there's something for it Oh, just yeah, do some absolutely. research and just find something, you know, try it out. Yeah, that, yeah, there is. There's endless amounts. I mean, yeah. I think that the ones that are the most popular and most people hear about is like the Shonen style yes, anime. Yes, absolutely, yeah. But that certainly isn't the um, 
that, that certainly isn't it. I mean, Crunchyroll is basically a website like Netflix just for anime, just yeah. endless anime anime titles. Yes. Oh, so I much. missed that in anime news. Uh, um, also, I think the reason that Shonen is so established is because when anime first started making its way over here, that was really all that was on TV was Shonen anime. Correct. I yeah. And that, yeah. And they also, like, One Piece, like you said, it's been going on. It came out in America in 2004. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, like, and they're still going on. So they're also, like, the longest established animes. So it's easy to be like, well, uh, this is a shounen anime. It's really good. This is a shounen anime. It's really good. Well, I'll try this other shounen anime. It's easy (laughs) to, you know what I mean? Just stay in that box. Well, while we're on the subject of ice users while they did not make the list i do want to give a shout out to two users that i had in my top pick i think that um number one grateful buster from fairy tale um his 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 road to mastering his ability to use the ice so there are multiple ice users on the show and the way that gray does it he he uses ice make, but he does it the hard way. So without spoiling too much, the way that he uses his ice make is a little bit complicated, and it makes it harder for him to use it as effectively as another character uh, named Lion. Leon, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's Leon. It. It's Leon. Um, yep. But he overcomes I never that. It. Well, it was. It came down to. I know he did it like out of respect. Yeah, out of for respect year. for his mentor and how she. And, and that's oh, all that yeah. it really that's all that it really comes down to. Uh, you know, Leon kind of broke away from it to try to perfect it, while Gray stuck it out and he took the harder road. And in the end, he ended up coming out on top by a long shot. Now there's yeah, another well, there's another yeah. reason for that, which yeah. I can't get into because it's a huge spoiler yeah. and a very, very pivotal turning point in the show when yeah. this happens um but a, gray it's a pretty big upgrade we'll he gets a, he gets a buff he gets a new yeah. color like goku you know i mean it's it's, it's that dramatic and yeah. uh the second yeah, one the second one that i want to point out is actually katara so katara oh, is a oh, water yeah. user yeah katara yep. is a water user however later in the show she figures out how to basically become an ice user yeah and yep. yeah and I can't spoil. I mean, I'm sure there's so many people that have seen it. It's such a good show. Um, and I don't, I, I have not researched this, but I am pretty sure that Avatar The Last Airbender is an American made product. And while it is an anime, it's actually not a Japanese anime. Um, now, I might be wrong about this, but the characters' mouths move to the pronunciation, right? Yep. So. And it, the the main producer is an American man, so it's really the only anime. It is, it is huh. an it is American animation style based off of anime, right? So yeah, so it's like cartoon, yeah. right. It's like it's basically what um, Disney was doing with their 2004 movies, where they almost had like an anime style kind of artwork i don't know why they didn't just keep going with it i mean yeah some of those movies look great like treasure planet mm-hmm. or treasure island whatever it's called and yeah. uh city of atlantis you know yeah it's similar you know they kind of adapted that but katara became very adept at it and i think her ability to now there's other characters that do similar things of course but 
if we're talking about ice users here. And I think Katara's um, ability to, yeah. yeah, worth mentioning that she is able to wield ice and very effectively. So those yeah. are my, those are, that's basically my top three. Of yeah. course, there are other ice users, but they were mentioned here. You've, and you've hit on a name. few that I had written down. I had Katara, obviously I had Esdeath. I had right. Gray, Full Bolster, Leon, uh, Ur, and Silver, but I'm not going to say who Silver is for Adam. Right. Uh, and then you talked about Hitsugaya at the beginning, which was another yeah. one I had on here. Uh, while we're on the topic of Bleach with Hitsugaya, Rukia also technically uses ice. Yes. Uh, yes. Hers Although on at a much lesser. Yeah. Well, it's more of like a a grace than a than a raw power thing. Right. Uh, and her Zanpakuto is like supposedly like the the most beautiful. Hmm. Looking one or something like that is what it said in the, the anime. Yeah, she's the most beautiful Zanpakuto. Yeah. Uh, and then I have one more. Uh, also, you mentioned Katara, which I had on the list. And my favorite fire user on the last episode was uh, Zuko. So yeah, he's he awesome. was he was my number one because of yeah. because of the arc, like how he started off bad and became the yes. good guy. And, yes, yeah. So it was awesome. since you said Katara, it kind of made me think of uh, Haku from Naruto <clears throat> because. She actually technically uses two different types of uh, elements to create ice. It's co- right. well, so in Naruto, it's called a Geke Genkai. It's where multiple people, most people typically are able to like focus on one or two um, types of elements, uh, but not everybody can put them together to create something new. Haku does that. So she, she focuses on water and wind, and she uses wind as like a, a cooling element to the water to create to ice. freeze it. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so I thought that that was pretty cool. Maybe I, I don't remember if they explained in avatar how she makes the ice, but maybe it's something along like, like kind of like that line, like slowing the molecules, I assume. Yeah. As long as it's been since I've, I haven't watched the avatar series for many, many years. I mean, I've, wa- I kept up with it as it was updating. So that's how long it's been since I've watched it and I've never gone back oh, yeah. to watch it. So I can't remember the specifics, but I do remember, you know, those kind of pivotal turning points and all of the drama with the last season and all that. And I just thought that Katara's the trials that she went through to learn how to do that was worth mentioning. Yeah, um, I I never I, I I know there's a character in there's a girl in Yu Yu Hakusho that is an ice user. And she's got like green hair or something, but I haven't watched that show since I was like a preteen. So I don't know enough information about her to really have a solid argument oh, with her yeah. ability. But um, she, you know, I know that she's a nice user, but that's about as, not, as much as I know. I don't remember much about Toya. her abilities. Toya? Toya. In Yu Yu Hakusho? Yep. Uh, the Hexed Ice Master. She has green hair? Yep. And like a turban. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Right. But well, I have I have one more ice user and then I'm done. Uh, this is a Full Metal Alchemist user or character, uh, and his name is McDougal, and he is just briefly in the show uh, towards the beginning. He's, he's a state alchemist, of course, and he uses a water liquid based alchemy, mm-hmm. and he is known as the Freezing Alchemist. And one of the things that I think is really cool about him is that he has the ability to freeze his blood. 
Yes. So if he's fighting somebody and he's like dripping blood, he could freeze the blood and fashion them into blades or something and use them right. to fight his enemy, which I think That's is very badass. Awesome. It's very badass. Yeah. <laughs> the, badass. Uh, I think in Brotherhood, he's actually in the first couple episodes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's basically trying to. It's in the beginning, so it's not so much of a spoiler, but he's basically he realized what was wrong with the whole organization mm -hmm. and he was without really making it public he was just trying to take care of it himself yeah. and what he was doing was on you know it was on a marvelous scale i mean he was about to do something that took a lot of prep timing powerful you know he had to have a lot of ability so the guy it's just unfortunate that somebody with his capability meets his end as early as he does mm -hmm. and that's just how the cookie crumbles but yeah he is also a very good ice user and his yes. ability to freeze his blood actually reminds me of Dead Man Wonderland, where they use their blood yes. as a weapon. Dude, and that show is so good. It's very good. It's just the anime is 12 episodes and it is a cliffhanger. So if yes. you watch it, the ending is not very good because yeah. it's obviously leading into the rest. And it just Which didn't do good enough. In, yeah. It never got, <laughs> it didn't do good enough in Japan because compared to the manga, the Japanese people didn't really like how the anime kind of twisted the story around a little bit. But me, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's really. Do you guys good. have any more there. ice users? I think that's it, man. Okay, I, good. Uh, I'm, I'm done we're on my end. we're at an hour and twenty minutes right now. Uh, right. So just we're just gonna go ahead and uh, finish out the episode. Uh, this is something that new that I wanted to do, and I kind of took a little bit of uh, the idealism from Game Way Cafe. Uh, they they talk about video games and board games and stuff, and at the end of each episode, they like to talk about what video games that they've been playing since the previous episode. So I kind of wanted to do something similar to that, but with anime. Uh, so oh, okay. that being said, uh, the last episode, what if I, I I got caught back caught back up on uh, Black Clover. I was pretty I was sixteen seventeen episodes behind on it. Uh, and then, of course, oh, I watched so my good. yeah. Of course, I watched my weekly episodes like uh, got a high school, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I haven't watched Digimon this week. Well, what's wrong with me? Uh, the back then over the reveals are just yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. So good. Well, done. and then uh, I got I started to watch One Piece, and then I got to talking to the other podcaster that was supposed to be on tonight, uh, and he wanted me to watch uh, Death Note again. Well, not necessarily wanted me to watch it. He wanted to do have me on to talk about Death Note. Uh, and it's been a good bit since I watched it, so I rewatched it. So, and it was like well, 37 episodes, I think it is. So it took a good little period to watch. Uh, and then recently I started watching the new season of uh, Seven Deadly Sins. That's probably what I'm going to be watching most nice. of this upcoming week. Nice. What, would, what have you guys been watching? I know, obviously, One Piece. Uh, yeah, you can so go ahead, Adam. I, I started back up on Fire Force. Uh, yeah. It had... I'd gotten pretty far into, I think, season one. Uh, but then I took a break and I actually kind of forgot where I was. Yeah. And, uh, just because it had been so long, I couldn't remember. So I started back at like season, or episode, I think, six or so. And I, I, I've been picking up on that. Uh, caught all the way up on One Piece because uh, I'd let myself fall behind. Because I, I don't like watching week to week, I'll be honest. It, um, it, uh, it upsets me. I like to binge anime. I mean... I watched One Piece. Obviously, I like binging anime, uh, and I started like what this year? No, no, I started last year. Uh, but still, I mean, nine hundred episodes in a relatively short amount of time. So yeah. I, I like, I like seeing episodes back to back, not 
20 minutes of a anime and I got to wait a full week to watch <laughs> another 20 minutes. It just, it bugs me. So uh, I, uh, I'm planning on binging fire force, getting all the way caught up, finishing that out. Uh, and I think that's, I, I caught up on one or on uh, black clover. I think that's the only thing I'm watching except for like, I did start seven deadly sins today. I started yeah. the first episode of season four, three, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, you it, maybe it's later in the season, but you had made the point to say that the uh, animation was pretty poor in season four. Uh, That's what I Brandon really had said. Yeah, in in episode yeah. one, I didn't notice it at all. I thought it was very clean. Yeah. What I didn't like is I thought that the episode in itself was like kind of all over the place. Yeah, and it was almost difficult to like keep track because they, they were just bouncing around to so many different. <sighs> characters and not really explaining too much so i got a little confused by the episode but nothing to do with like the animation itself yeah and if it's uh, just yeah. if it's just like in a couple occasional scenes throughout the show <clears throat> i don't think that'll really bother me at all nah. so so something the biggest before i get to my little thing just to bounce <laughs> off of that yeah i uh there's something really disappointing coming up um Escanor, the strongest man on the world mm -hmm. Yep. And Meliodas. Um, they get into a little tussle. Okay. And oh, this fight, man. this fight was one of the most looked forward to oh, for okay. for all of the fans. I mean, everybody wanted to see the strongest Meliodas and the strongest Escanor. Yeah, go ahead. And I'll be honest, the fight is very underwhelming. I watched it when it was new. I know that Netflix might have cleaned it up a little bit. However, to my understanding, they didn't change the animation. They just yes, kind they of... They just cleaned it, yes. They made it look more vibrant. They, yeah, like, they upscaled it for gotcha. streaming slash Blu-ray. Right. So visuals. there's going to be a lot of scenes where the movement is just like a stick man. Simplistic. How a stick, a stick man will take his arm and it'll be up and then all of a sudden it'll be forward. There's going to be a lot of right. that movement. And it's very underwhelming during fighting scenes. And these fighting scenes that if it was on the scale of season one and two would look phenomenal. And right. they just, they just, I think that they rushed this project and I think that they don't have the love for it that the previous studio did. They don't care. They just want to put out episodes. That's how I that's feel. And that's how, that's, that's, that's how a lot of people feel. That's how a lot of people feel that the studio and they're working on the last series, uh, the last season. So, I'm a little heart torn because I really like Seven Deadly Sins, and I think the story is yeah. really good. I'm just really it is worried disappointed when ruin you have it. something that great and it's kind of just getting tossed around between studio to studio. Yeah, like you want consistency when you're talking about something of that nature, but it could also be because it's such an overhyped fight. Naruto and Sasuke—it's a perfect example. Everybody yeah. wanted that fight, and there was a lot of people disappointed because of how fast and quick natured the fight was. It was basically an episode. We waited 500. We wanted more. Um, Personally, I so loved it. I loved I liked the, the end and I liked the way that they, they did it because it wasn't so like, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't it was just it, very yeah. personal, uh, yeah. but there was still a lot of hype around it. So it's the same thing right. with Meliodas and Escanor. You want to see that fight. You really want to see them just go all out. So, but when you put such high expectations on something like that, you, you're leaving yourself to be disappointed. And that's kind of my point. 
Um, you'll you'll see though you'll you'll see. It, <laughs> he said, he said, yeah, you make a good point, but just you wait. That should <laughs> it is a, it is a good it, it is a valid point because I've brought that up to you with your comparison of Naruto and Barto, and yep. I can yeah. totally understand. But I'm I'm telling you, it's bad. If you if you want to compare it to the hype around Naruto ending fight, this comes nowhere near close to that. Okay, uh, it's right, it's just. I, and I love the show, and I will watch the season that comes out. I just really hope that they step their game up so that they don't take a series that started out wonderfully and end it like Death Note ended End in it season on a bad two. note, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so what, uh, what anime have you been watching? I, I basically, when, when COVID hit, it stopped anime production. Yeah. I, watch, I watch anything that has action. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so whenever I get my rocks off. <laughs> right, right. Whatever can keep me looking at my phone all day. Um, I'm I'm caught up on everything. Fire, Fire Force. Now I have I have let myself fall behind. Just like Adam, I do love to binge. I don't watch anime every day, but when I do, I like to like have a little time slot on the certain days where I just watch anime for a few hours. Yeah. So I'm behind on One Piece, and I'm letting it. I'm probably gonna catch up once this weekend's episode is already released. So I'm probably gonna catch up tomorrow. Um. I started a new anime that is uh, fairly new to Crunchyroll called, I'd, and I don't know how to pronounce it, so sorry if I mispronounce it. It's called uh, Gibbate or Gibbyite, something like that. Um, it's awful. It, it's just. <laughs> I love um, it. It's so bad. I was not expecting that. That was a plot twist. Okay. It's, I don't like it. Um, the The trailer for it made it look like it was really good. Um, but because like most movies, they just showed all the good parts in the trailer. Um, yeah, the animation cool. is the animation, the drawings look like something that could be good to in on today's standard, but it's got the movement and the liquidity, if you will, of something from the nineties. It's gotcha. just really bad and cliche. And like when a character goes to make a movement, it's got that like, Pokemon background where it's just the color flashing in the background. There is, uh, there is, yeah, that's where there is no true, there is no true like solid transition. It's just here's a picture of the dude getting ready to do something. Here's a flashy picture of him, and then the enemy's dead. You know, it's it lacks a lot. The story is all over the place. I mean, they introduce these characters and thirty seconds of backstory, and then poof, we're fighting enemies. You know, you're just like, oh, what? What's going on? Is awful. I gave it three episodes. I can't do it anymore. Other than that, everything I've watched, good. Fire Force season two, phenomenal. Um, I'm very excited. It's very good. It's very good. And it's some of the pictures in season two, they look badly drawn, but they're supposed to because it's fitting that psychedelic feeling. And it's almost yeah. like a dark, eerie sense. And I think they do a solid job. Um, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. <clears throat> well, uh, we are now at an hour and a half, so Hell I think whoop. that is, I think that is a fantastic uh, time frame to end. We probably went a little too long, honestly. Uh, so with that, uh, check out We World Gaming, check out Gameway Cafe, and of course, keep listening. Uh, and you all have a great day. Yep. Talks about.